Badoogie All-Stars, not available on Dish. It's time for another episode of Badoogie All-Stars with your host, Tecmo Super Bowl, Nixon the Grouch, and 2-4 Offsuit. Welcome everybody to episode 36 of Badoogie All-Stars. This is Tecmo Super Bowl. This is Nixon the Grouch. This is 2-4 Offsuit. For some reason, I all of a sudden feel silly saying my name is Tecmo Super Bowl. I like, feel silly waiting for Jordan to say his name slower every episode we record. <laughs> I mean, eventually, it's just going to end up taking like half the episode. Yeah. Might be an improvement. It would be an improvement. Um, our, our guest today is going to be Ken Schweig, I think. I can say it better than Jordan, but that doesn't say mean a lot. I I always say Schweig, but that's not right. Yeah, so it's definitely not that. Um, Stridor. Stridor, exactly. Um, but Stridor. first... What's... Where is he from? The UK. Yeah. Is he? Huh. Yeah. yeah. Yep. For some reason, I thought he was Chinese. I'd imagine, like, culturally, he has comes from Chinese His parents. last name is Chang. Yeah. But otherwise, could be any from anywhere. Very British. All right. Yep, because he was He's... nice. Because he was nice to us, but also yeah. looked down on us silently. <laughs> um, spoiler alert: We did the interview first. Uh, what's been going on with you guys? Anything exciting? Tom. Tom. Um, nothing Tom? much. Uh, I mean, the elections just happened, and one huge exciting thing, poker-wise, is that Maryland passed. Um, well, they'd already passed legislation. I don't really know how this all works because they passed a law saying that table games were allowed. And then, all of a sudden, it was put to a vote. So I don't really understand that. But the vote wasn't passed. The, wasn't the vote to put a casino in? No, the vote was to pa- pass table games. To put, it, I mean, that was part of it. To put an extra casino in, and to, like change. Uh, I think Maryland previously had one of the highest tax rates on casinos, like seventy percent, and that was reduced to forty nine or something like that. Um, so there were multiple things in the vote. Uh, but I don't really. I mean, the table games part of it was passed by law, like in April, and so I'm confused as to why it was now put to a vote. But whatever, it passed, and there's actually a casino that opened up not too long ago, about 15 minutes from me. So I'm hoping that that kind of takes place early next year. Did you show up on Wednesday and say I'm here to play poker? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> but I wonder. I wonder how many people did. Um, and if so, if so, probably... invite those invite those people to your home game because that <laughs> sounds like a fish move. It's probably as many people started smoking weed out in public here in Colorado the day after the election. So you think a lot showed up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me if if that's like the number one question that is like, where's the poker room? And they're like, well, we have to build it. It would shock me if that was the number one question coming out of this election <laughs> for you guys. I would imagine the number one question is, hey, where's the buffet still? <laughs> That'd be my yeah, guess. I haven't been because I don't really do anything other than play poker at a casino, so there's no point in me going. Um, I, but, I think that's not true. I just asked the, I just named the question you would ask if you went there as well. That's true. The I do eat buffets, but 
only if I have a reason to be there other than that. Really? You wouldn't go 15 minutes out of your way for all-you-can-eat cake? I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. If it was like a normal place, like a normal restaurant, I would. But seeing as how it's a casino in what was before the casino even got there, it was called a Rundle Mills Mall, and it was already like hard to find a parking space. Um, so now with a casino, it's just crazy. So it would literally take you fi- takes me 15 minutes to get there. It would probably take me 15 minutes to park. Um, so you're saying you wouldn't go 30 minutes out of your way for cake? I don't believe that. I don't believe <laughs> that either. You're going to the Dominican uh, Republic for cake. <laughs> no, he's going to the Dominican Republic with cake. Yeah. Uh, if you bring your own cake while you wait in the parking lot, you'll be good. <laughs> yeah, that, that is a great plan. But yeah, so I'm excited about that. Um, I, I They said it would probably happen sometime early 2013. My friend is actually calling to find out if you know what the situation is with dealers and all that, because um, he he's actually a good dealer. That's also uh, happening in Colorado, so mm-hmm. <laughs> well done. Except now that they're called they're called businessmen. <laughs> so speaking of that, what happened in Colorado? Uh, well, apparently marijuana is going to be regulated like alcohol if it uh, doesn't get stalled up in the courts. Uh, doesn't really change much for me. Anyways, because I don't smoke, but um, I, mean, I thought you were going to say you don't follow the laws. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, apparently it's going to take, from what I'm hearing, is it's 30 to 60 days. I mean, there's already medical marijuana shops all over the place. One of my favorite statistics about it is that there's more medical marijuana dispensaries in the city of Denver than there are Starbucks in the entire state. So there's is, a lot. How many is that? I think it's like right around 420. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, I just Colorado. Just, Starbucks Starbucks statistics are hard because here it's there's so many that I couldn't possibly possibly believe that was true. But well, I mean, outside of Denver, there's there's not that many because the the towns get really pretty small pretty fast. Um, it's like Denver, Colorado Springs, Boulder, Fort Collins, like outside of that area, there's not a lot of large cities. So I could believe that. Um, I learned anyways, what I said, I learned something about Denver today. What did you learn? That in is 1993, that I just told you, is it, is it the fact <laughs> that mile high city refers to its altitude? <laughs> no. Um, that, uh, Chipotle, the first Chipotle was started there in 93. Yep. And also the first Quiznos is here. Oh, really? And the first Noodles and Company, I think. Citation needed on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I heard the first Taco Bell started in Denver. Is that true? Citation needed on that one as well. <laughs> Have you been to the original Chipotle? I haven't. It's oh. down by the University of Denver, but um, it's the same as all the other Chipotles. No, I bet, it, I bet it's different. The the most you actually have the best because um, in the Dulles Airport over by you they have to if you're going to be in a certain terminal you have to serve breakfast so the only Chipotle that serves breakfast burritos is in the Dulles Airport. Nice. Is that really good? If that's the only one that does it, that means they're <laughs> not very good at it. I think it's a pilot program. Right, it's in an airport. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
Exactly. I went, the town where I went to college had the first uh, Jamba Juice, which was not exciting. It was just like all other Jamba Juices, but it was there. Do you guys have Jamba Juice? I don't know. If Absolutely. Have... Yeah. Okay. I've seen it in various places, um, like Orange Juice. Those or uh, Did the first Starbucks, is that Seattle? I mean, I just assumed. But... I, yeah, I assume that too. We're just doing firsts of all the restaurants now. <laughs> and you we talked about you... Starbucks earlier, so... Yeah, we're, we're bringing it back. We're bringing it yeah. back. I think the first marijuana dispensary. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so in my house, apparently, it's already Christmas time. Today we're putting up our fake Christmas tree because my girlfriend loves Christmas. I don't so. think you're allowed to do that before Thanksgiving. Uh, well, oh, the, another interesting thing is we aren't going to be here for Thanksgiving, so we but figured – it up now but you're there now yep and it's not thanksgiving yet that is the problem just so i agree um but i don't get a say in the matter apparently <laughs> thank you for reminding me though i gotta go plug in the christmas lights i never took down <laughs> wow <laughs> you you're probably good to wait a month Act, on that i was well. gonna say if you <laughs> plug them in now you're so weird <laughs> i'll remind you in a month okay, after, after thanksgiving <laughs> I will remind you because then yeah, it's... I put them, I, I have this, uh, I live in a townhouse and so it's like kind of a pain in the ass if I had like a legit tall ladder. So I got this thing called the little giant ladder that folds up and does all kinds of crazy stuff and becomes a big ladder. Um, and it technically is a big ladder just folded. I just want to make sure you're clear on that. <laughs> like when you take a piece of paper and fold it in half, it's not like, Oh, look at a tiny piece of paper, but I could make it into a big one. It's no, still... that's exactly what it is. It's a tiny piece of paper. Okay, fair enough. Just anyway, so you, so you have a little giant. Yeah, so I have a little giant, and uh, I put up uh, Christmas lights on the gutter, and it was a pain in the ass to get up there and do that. And I was like, I really don't want to uh, take these down. Uh, so about, I don't know, maybe August, I got a letter from our uh, association. Yep. Yeah, Homeowners Association saying, uh, we noticed that you still have Christmas lights up. Uh, if you could, just take those down. Thanks. Just tell them uh, that they're holiday lights and you're Jewish. So I, think it's, I think it's a point that you're across the line to June. They're for next year now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, I am just, as everyone knows, just well prepared. Um, yep. I don't think that's an adjective I would use to ever describe you. Yeah, <laughs> Because it's hyphenated. Yeah, no, that's because it would imply that you were well prepared. It's the fact that you, the fact that you mispronounce "well" when you meant to say "ill prepared." No. But um, yeah, but yeah. So did anyway, you, did uh, you just ignore it? Well, I did because I think it's funny. We have uh, association fees every month, and they send out a thing saying, "Oh, we'd like to change our association fee policy to like r- roll it into like county taxes because." We have so many people not paying these fees, and apparently they have no really recourse, real recourse to do anything about that. And I was like, wait, I'm paying the fees. There are plenty of people who aren't paying the fees, and there's nothing happening to them. Um, so I was like, okay, if they can't even collect the fees, I'm pretty sure I'm safe on leaving the Christmas lights up. Did you keep paying the fees? Yeah. Fish? <laughs> they, they just sent you a newsletter that said, "Yeah, fees are basically optional, and we need to fix that." Like that's like my my high school had a policy: if, if you had, if you got detention and you didn't go, you got Saturday school. 
And if you didn't go to Saturday school, you got Saturday school. And if you didn't go to Saturday school, <laughs> you got Saturday <laughs> school. And like that was basically it. And it was like, oh, you didn't go to detention? I guess you're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I assume that they can like do something eventually if it got really bad to like put a lien on your house or something. I don't know, but it it it, it really made it sound like they didn't have much enforcement maybe they just suckered you in they're like hey if we uh if we ask him to uh take down his christmas lights maybe he'll just say no and he'll keep paying the fees i was (laughs) thinking maybe they're just like yeah we well maybe if we trick people into not paying them we can make more when we sue their asses and this is all like they're just trying to get you guys to go oh i guess i don't have to pay anymore and then boom someone gets rich good lawyers yep yeah yep so what's been going on with you, Bryce? Um, speaking of the Dulles Airport, I went to D.C. and Virginia for a wedding last weekend. It was. Did you? Why didn't did you? you yeah, why didn't you get any crisp and juicy? Because you weren't there. Oh yeah, that's right. Crisp and juicy was. Remember there. when I asked if you were around and wanted to do something? You said I'm not going to be around. That was what my attempt to see you while I was there. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. I don't know. Oh, is that what that meant? Yeah. <laughs> well, if Tom, would have been Tom, Tom was having the best barbecue in the world in Tennessee, which I'd imagine many people would argue with. But anyway, not people in Tennessee. Yep, because they don't go anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> they just wait, argue between their juicy thing again. What's that? What is the crisp and juicy thing again? It's that thing that he talks about that I don't listen to. It's the the Peruvian chicken places with the sauce. It's the sauce you're supposed to drink. That's in DC, right? Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't. Maryland and Virginia only. I didn't. Oh, so it's not in D.C. I stayed in D.C. That's why I couldn't go. And I, <laughs> I, you, you wrote down D.C. slash Virginia on the I outline. Went to Virginia, but I wasn't staying there, so I wasn't allowed to eat. In that Shh, don't tell them we have an outline that gives away everything. <laughs> well, that's the only thing written on the outline. <laughs> you guys have an outline? <laughs> Mine just says do podcast. Um, yeah, so that was – it was fun. I don't know. The flight was – Probably a third empty, I'm assuming, because of hurricane-related things. Because for everyone I know who's ever flown Virgin American, Virgin America, whatever it's called, tent says they're always really full. This was not. We had like two rows in front of us, two rows behind us with no people. Like I pretty much, every time someone would, would come into our area, it's like, this is my half of the plane. Go back up there. <laughs> Apparently that's not enforceable. Did you build a fort? No, I didn't. Carrie got up to go to the bathroom and pretty much had a Mad Hatter's tea party on her way back and decided which row was more comfortable than ours. Turned out ours was the best. <laughs> nice. Uh, did you see any of the um, – did the hurricane affect the wedding at all? No. The, the hurricane didn't affect the wedding. And like even in D.C., it seemed like it wasn't too bad. There were trees that looked like they'd been blown down and stuff, but nothing like flooded or any of that kind of thing. So, Yeah, I didn't even lose power in Baltimore. Yeah. Nor did I lose direct TV service, which normally goes out with the slightest little rain. Yeah, I heard the, I heard the Dish Network lost AMC. That was <laughs> of the storm. <laughs> they got it back. Yeah, they after stopped, the storm ended. Yeah. They stopped running all those not available on Dish commercials. Yeah, they really wanted everyone to know that. They really stuck it to them. I like that marketing strategy. Maybe <laughs> we should try something like that with the podcast. Yeah, our podcast not available on things other than things that play MP3s. <laughs> not available on your Walkman. Definitely not available on Dish. 
Yeah, not available on radio. <laughs> but we are available maybe, on iTunes. Maybe if we um, do an anti-dish campaign, we'll get picked up by a dish as well. I, I don't know. I would imagine the secret ingredient in that that we would be missing is the pe- fact that people would ask Dish, why don't you have this, instead of, what is this? Okay. Just throwing that out there. Never know. Yeah. Um, we should try care. it. Fine. Our podcast no longer available on Dish. Thank you. <laughs> see if that works. Um, shall we talk about the news now? Oh, yeah. There's big news. Yep. What's the big news? Oh, I thought you had something that you thought was big. Oh, yeah, there was the election. Good for poker, right? Yes, yes. According to PokerFuse? Yeah, PokerFuse um, uh, posted an article saying that uh, it could not have gone any better for online poker players. Uh, Zach Tracy uh, wrote an article basically saying that Obama needed to be reelected, the Senate uh, needed to retain its majority, uh, Democratic majority, um, with Harry, Lee, Harry Reid up top. And Republican Senator Dean Heller uh, from Nevada needed to win re-election, and all three of those happened. So, so basically, like, it sounds like poker should happen anytime now. Yeah, where do where do we sign up? Uh, Maryland. Um, but I think this is. I mean, it's something we've talked about before. That the lame duck session of 2012 seemed like the first really likely place for it to happen. Um, Harry Reid has had a lot of money put into his pockets by casinos. He's called Harris Reed for a reason. Um, <laughs> I hadn't heard that. I would imagine. I'd imagine that Heller as well gets casino money. I can't imagine being in Nevada and getting elected without casino money. So, I mean, it seems like a pretty good scenario for it. Someone should run just on prostitute money. Yeah, that would go. <laughs> that would go great. <laughs> um, I don't know how much money you really think that they would get anyway, um, especially in Nevada where. They already have places where it's legal. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just hoping for a boats and hose campaign. So. <laughs> also, also need some boats. Yeah, that's, that's the tough part, but we'll we'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> when is the lame duck session actually? Now, I mean, well, for, so for, now there's for people like Tom. What is the lame duck session? It's they. What they do is they find a duck with a broken leg, and it gets to be in charge of the Senate for two months. <laughs> Uh, basically, it's, there's a bunch of senators that are no lo- that have lost their seat as of January, who are still mm-hmm. able to make laws. So for two months, they can do whatever they want without fear of losing an election because it already happened. Mm-hmm. So I think so there's people in office until they get replaced, and so they can do all kinds of stuff now. Yes, I mean I think the primary thing that everyone's dealing with now is whether or not the Bush tax cuts get extended, but. As part of that, you never know what will get added to a bill, like what happened in 2006, getting you know the UGA bill attached to a Port Security Act. So it seems entirely possible that as part of these dealings, it, they may throw online poker into something else or may just vote on it for the hell of it. Yeah. I, it seems like a, a much lower priority thing than what's happening. So logic would dictate you wouldn't talk about it, but this is Congress, so who knows? <laughs> And it seems like over the years that momentum has really started to shift, especially with, I mean, the big reason being that casinos are now behind it. Um, but the, the momentum is going towards the way of online poker. Well, I mean, one of, and I think the big argument that seems to be happening over and over is that people are talking about 
oh, we need to balance the budget, but we, but the Republicans don't want to raise taxes, but you need more money coming in. This is a way to bring money in without raising taxes. So it's something that Harry Reid could throw out as a compromise. And do you want to raise taxes or do you want to do this and maybe get some momentum that way? Do yeah, you I think mean, that it, it even needs to come to that or it can just get stapled onto the back of something that never gets read? It could be both. It could be either way. I think he, if he throws it onto something and people start pointing at it and yelling, like it's probably not great for him. So I'd imagine he would try and have to have a reason for justifying it. My guess would be if he's trying to justify it, it would be as a revenue increase that doesn't involve taxation. Is someone flipping a coin for this decision right now? Uh, I dropped a very large coin and it landed heads. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> All right, I don't so, know if that's good so or does bad. that mean poker's passing then? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, where do I already assigned that to heads. All right, but yeah, I think so. It, there's a better chance than there's been of it of something happening now. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's likely. That's my analysis. But I wonder if you can bet on it on. Uh, I'll bet you. Bodog is called now. Bovada or whatever. Yeah, do you want to bet on it? I'll bet you. What side do you want? You can I just bet on Bryce Vada. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet I'll bet you Jordan's giant coin. <laughs> I'm just wondering what what they what projections uh and I'm I'm guessing if it doesn't happen now when when would the next possibility be? I mean, I, it's got to be a while after that, right? Yeah, I don't I mean, technically, you know, every 2 years there's a lame duck session, but I this seems like the right time for it to happen. It's mm-hmm. the it's the right context as far as being able to raise money. Um, otherwise, you know, the only argument for it is, hey, it's it should be better. It should be legal because it, people want to do it, which doesn't seem like it's going to work. Um, yeah. But I, I, anything getting through Congress right now is kind of surprising. So who knows? And There's, when does the lame duck session end? When do they take office? Um, like third January. week, third week of January, something yeah. like that. So. There's a couple of months to talk about it, but the Bush tax cuts expiring on January 1st means they will be working on something for a while. So it is quite possible that that would come up in that context. Because I know Harry Reid talked about it a couple of years ago, trying to get it through, and I think it went up and didn't really get anywhere and kind of died. But he did try and make it happen. So mm-hmm. it yeah, it seems like it, it wasn't ready for for it back then. But right now, I mean, it does seem like all things. This is our best shot, I mean, it, basically. I think so. It seemed out of context when he did it before. Before it was like, hey, I just want to do this. And there wasn't really the selling of the revenue side of it. This seems like a good trade-off. But who knows? What do you think about um, how that'll interfere with like state legislation? Do you think that'll just be like, okay, it's legal on a federal level, and then you can state by state, like Nevada's already done it, just kind of reinforces that or do you think it'll be at odds with that my guess would be that they're going to have to put an opt-out so states can opt out i I think that comes with that already right or it depends not everything i mean this will i think i can't imagine this getting through without the ability for kentucky to opt out and utah yeah utah too but i think kentucky is the one that has like tried to seize domains is why i usually go to them as the state that is least likely to get internet poker anytime soon yeah wasn't the one trying to do all that yeah so and Utah just said straight up, no matter what, Utah will never have internet gambling fun. of any kind. They don't even have coffee oh, there, so whatever. Yeah. Um, they don't have coffee there. I don't know. Coffee? If that's true. Mormons, Mormons, Mormons <laughs> don't, don't drink. 
Mormons don't drink caffeine, so... Well, we are not going to send TJ to any Utah casinos <laughs> <laughs> that don't exist. You're right. That's the, that may be the reason why. Um, Do they have jalapenos? Not yet. We're going to send TJ. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd imagine it would be separate. I know California, the legislation that was being talked about here, had a thing where if it passed, they could opt out of the federal and just play only in California, which for California isn't the end of the world because we'd have a bigger player pool than most states. But Or countries. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it, but compared to the U.S. law, it'd be much better to play with the entire country than just Californians. Especially if it if U.S. law ever opened up to allow foreign players. Yeah, which I wouldn't be surprised if the U.S. what gets through is regulated to U.S. only. But mm-hmm. that's still... I mean, if they could... World Poker Tour could show poker on TV and then run ads that you could use your credit card to sign up and play. So I think good. it would be so good. I wonder how they would feel about bringing in international players. I mean, not not initially. Obviously, that's uh, I just want, you know, get what you can get, but I mean, if sweep obviously playing against people everyone around the world, I wonder if w- they managed to figure out a way to tax that if they they could open those borders up again. It's well, I think it would get messy, though, is the thing. I mean, I, I'd imagine it'd be more like what France and Italy. Yeah, Italy. Italy is the other yeah. one. Yeah. Well, I mean, why couldn't they just do it like Las Vegas, where you accept people to come, you know, tourists, basically, and then the, you get your tax revenue from the casinos themselves? What if the terrorists are laundering money? <laughs> that seemed to be a common concern. Before it was like, oh, money laundering through internet gambling. Like, that was the yeah. big problem. Yeah. But I think it eliminates. Isildur moving all that money around the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so I think I think it being regulated by the U.S., it being U- everything being U.S. based, all that sort of stuff is going to be what helps it through. And if that means closing the borders on the online stuff for now, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Uh, again, take what we can get. Yep. Yeah, and with the deal that PokerStars made, they will be they and Full Tilt will be allowed back in. Correct. That was I mean, my understanding. I heard that Absolute was in talks for a deal too, but I can't imagine them getting. <laughs> I can't imagine them getting absolved. I I think their deal was like the bankruptcy deal. Like I think they were trying to negotiate something where they wouldn't <laughs> prosecuted, not so much that something where they won't be will be allowed to reopen yeah okay so but, but there's still hope that something could happen where eventually poker star we're playing on poker stars or full tilt again yeah and i think mm-hmm. i think the con like the idea of before of the bill they talked about before where it's like a 15 month blackout and everyone's like no that'd be the worst thing ever turns out this is worse yeah <laughs> so, turns out i i think perspective wise we might be able to live with that if that's what it came to what are we at now as far as months from Black Friday? Quick uh, math. Is, is it, it's definitely past 15. 18? 18 months? Yeah. Because it was April 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, well. Well, so, well speaking of Full Tilt, uh, they just opened again. Yep. Not for us, yep. but for I everyone else. I downloaded the new software. I still could not get my Bose speaker system. <laughs> did you actually download the software? I did. I just wanted to see what it was, but... I downloaded it super early. Yeah. So you can all, play, all play US play balances money, right? say zero. Yep. You can definitely play your, play money. Your does your points balances say say zero? 
No, your points balance is real, but I don't think you can do anything with it until full tilt is allowed back in the United States or unless you like move out of the country. Oh, that would be so sweet if uh, I eventually got my Bose speaker system in like 2018. You don't even want it. <laughs> it's so outdated by then. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> yeah. I hope I get that record player I ordered. Yeah, exactly. Like it'd be like carrying the the boombox around like back in the early nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. I saw someone once on a on a train that had a one of those old yellow Walkmans that had been hollowed out and made into an MP3 carrying case for like an iPod or something like that. <laughs> but nice. it looked like he was listening to a Walkman. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> That's definitely sweet. Um, yeah, full tilt poker back up again. Uh, we are actually going to talk to Ken a little bit about how the games are going on there. Um, he primarily focuses on triple draw, your favorite, Tom. Yeah. And... I actually got coaching from him one time. Yeah. Oh, oh really? <laughs> he actually helped me out a lot, unsurprisingly. Not enough for you to actually make the money. Well, I probably should have had a second session. So you should have asked <laughs> one more hand review. <laughs> uh yes but um from what i've heard that the no limit action is good um i mean i've definitely logged on to to rail some of the games and just see just look at the pretty software even just the loading screen it's so comfortable to just look at those cards you know go back and forth it's mesmerizing yeah, you're way more excited about it than I am. I just, my, I'm happy that it's a step towards me getting my money. That's really what I am looking forward to. Yes. Yeah, still don't know uh, how all that's going to work out with the remission process. But again, if anyone is looking for someone to handle remission, Baduki All Stars, we are willing to help. <laughs> and very, we'll help on the cheap. Yep. Eighteen percent is all we'll ask. Not pro bono, but definitely cheaper than. Whoever is going to do it. Yep. It, it's, it'll cost three Bose speaker systems. Is all it will cost. <laughs> nice. I think I ordered four, so that, I, I, I'm willing to take that deal. You, you only ordered two. Damn it. <laughs> you, you've said it. On, anyone who's listening obviously is taking notes. Otherwise, why would they be considering <laughs> this deal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They've gone back. They listened to the AU Morgan episode, and they're still going. <laughs> <laughs> Against their better judgment. <laughs> Yes. Um, so with that, maybe we should throw it over to Hugging the Road, the mobile edition of Hugging the Rail. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. And we're back with Hugging the Rail. TJ, it's been so long. How have you been? I have been busy. How have you guys been? Not busy. Oh. Not busy. Just not doing shows. No, we've been very busy. I forgot. I didn't so, do any shows. I was gone, and then we were busy. Too busy. Can't yep. do a show when you're busy. We were waiting for you. Where have you been? I was in Finland. You were not. I looked for you. <laughs> I was in San Diego, actually. The reason the birds are angry is because you lied to them. <laughs> where were the where, birds where, angry? The angry birds. Oh, I'll explain, I'll explain right. to you later. Um, <laughs> there's a game. Never mind. Yeah. Now there's a Star Wars one. 
Um, anyway, where in San Diego did you go? Um, and why? Well, I just went on a little mini vacation to visit some friends, but um, I did. Are your get friends a- small? It's not the the vacation was mini, not your friends. No, right? my it's friends. Full my size. friends are full size friends. Okay. Um, the best. Kind. Yeah, I was. Um, I was staying down by down by the good old Pacific Beach and got a chance to um, get some hands in at at a card club n- not too far away from uh, from where I was staying at. Excellent. So. Can, can I say that we're taking this segment on the road? We are. We're hugging the road. Whoa. <laughs> hugging the shoulder. <laughs> we, probably should, we probably should have spitballed the names before we started recording. But... Probably. It'll, it'll work itself out. Yep, perfect. So what was the name of the club that you played at? Um, I played at, at a small little club called Palomar Card Club. Um, there's only... I think there, there's two or three card clubs in uh, San Diego. They're all pretty similar. They, um, it's poker, and then they all usually have a table or two of blackjack and, and pie gal. Um, real, this, real blackjack or California blackjack? Um, I, that's a good Does question. Does it have to I, be California blackjack? I thought it was, which is hardly blackjack. Um, that's a good question. I actually don't know the answer to that because um, I don't play blackjack. I'll wait while you look um, it up. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Just make, just pick an answer then. You gotta just. Decide. It was regular blackjack. <laughs> okay. Ooh. That's that's crazy. How is it regular blackjack? <laughs> I don't know. It was California blackjack. That's oh, less that's answers. That's insane. <laughs> There's less questions. Who answer. would play that? <laughs> okay. Was anybody playing while you were there? Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of pie gal players. Um. But not a lot of, not a lot of blackjack players. See anyone? Actually, I don't think I played two sessions. I don't think I saw a blackjack hand while I was there. So that sounds like California blackjack, then. Very possible. My, my second question: Were they playing California, Texas Hold'em? <laughs> they were playing Texas Hold'em in California, but not the California variant. Is that the one where instead of a river, there's an ocean? <laughs> So it's, there's two cards at the end? No, they just call it something else. Oh. Yeah, they were playing that. Okay. <laughs> it was it was a two three no limit version with the three hundred dollar cap. Okay. Um well it was um their minimum buying was is only thirty dollars, but uh luckily when I was there no one was buying them for thirty dollars. Um they were so they had they had one blackjack table, two pie gow tables, um they had eight poker tables and I think I think one is designated as a tournament table, and then I don't know how big they're. When I was there, there was no daily tournaments running. From it sounded like they maybe do two or three table tournaments, um, but there was eight poker tables in all, and um, they they ran actually a pretty a pretty big um, mix of games. There wasn't that many running. They had um, they had a two three no limit with a three hundred cap, like I mentioned. Um, the first day I was there, they had an interest. For a 510 game, and then the second day I was there, they were actually running the 510 no limit. Um, and I think, I th- it looked like I think it was a 3K cap game, um, and it was ran- running the whole time I was there. Um, I think they started with six or seven players. By the time I left, I think they were playing four-handed for a good while. Um, but 
it surprisingly it looked like there was actually some some overflow from the two three over to the five ten. So I don't I'm not sure what the min buy-in is for their five ten game, but it was running. Um, there's there's a three six limit game going the whole time I was there. Um, they had interest for a ten twenty forty PLO, um, and, and I guess on weekdays they were in a thirty sixty mix and a two hundred four hundred mix. Wow, what's in and, the mix? Well, I asked them and he basically rambled off like twelve games. So it, it sounds they? like, well, um, is it is it like they pick the mix based on who's playing? I believe so. Okay. But it sounded like they always run, um, like a, a hold'em, a 08, um, some some form of single or triple draw, um, definitely a stud, and, and then yeah, basically whatever um, the players want. Crazy um, pineapple. Crazy pineapple. I can't imagine that the dealers can be that proficient in it because when I asked, I asked two dealers and neither of them even knew what games they ran. I was like, okay. Um, you guys know how to deal the games if you don't know what runs? Uh, we'll figure it out. We just how many cards do you get? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, they said that game runs on weekdays, not on weekends, which it Makes... seems like it'd be opposite. But yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, I guess they maybe have um, like some older retired guys with a bunch of money that play that because they said the two hundred four hundred runs more than the thirty sixty. I, I would it. think the older retired guys would only be playing like. Their their mix game would be stud and stud. Yeah, well, I guess they it runs around a, a bunch of guys with a, a few guys that have a bunch of money. Um, I don't know. That's usually how it works. Yeah. Um, I mean, but uh, I guess it runs when whenever those guys feel like playing is the basis for when it runs. That's what it sounded like. Um, but as far as the no limit game, um, it's it's a little different in California than it is in Vegas. Um, That's what I was saying. California. They, no. Well, I mean, as far as the structure of the game, they it's it's a nine-handed it's a nine-handed um, game. Um, for the rake, they just drop five dollars on the flop, which is I mean that's a huge difference. And if you're just playing where the, in Vegas it's the ten percent um, of the pot up to usually forty dollars, sometimes fifty, sometimes with the jackpot drop. But um, and is it no flop, no drop? No flop, no drop. But it was—it's really—I've never seen this before. This card club I was playing at—it's really annoying. They say say it folds around, and um, I most people chop. I usually don't chop in Vegas. Um, in these games, I don't really know the—I don't really bother to figure out the math of it. But it didn't seem like it would be worth it to not chop. I mean, if you if you raise and they're taking five bucks out, you're kind of—it's kind of killing your your efforts. But um. Anyway, so so if you chop, they don't just throw you your two dollars and three dollars back. They do it really weird. Like they wait till the next hand after everybody posts and after after the button moves, they'll give the two dollars back to the guy that's now on the button, and then they will give the they'll just make the big blind. They'll put in one dollar or give him one dollar back that he's owed from his it's really weird i don't know why they do it the way they do but they don't give you your money back right away and it's it makes it really awkward did you ask them why no there there's a lot of weird stuff they don't they're in california you can't have a dead button um which meaning there can't be a button on an open seat so if someone gets up or if there's some kind of weird seat change they have to do 
just depending on where the move is, like they'll have to do two big blinds or two small blinds and a big blind. So some of the weird California rules kind of slow the game down a little bit with stuff like that. Or if the guy who is the button dies, then that screws it up. <laughs> that, that would screw it Because in Vegas, they just keep playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, TJ, I mean, that sounds good and all, but the real question that we want to know is, how is the coffee? I, God, I, I really need to take a note of this. I, I keep forgetting. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's not like we remind you every episode. Well, well we, we haven't, haven't had an episode. Was, oh, yeah, because you were drinking coffee before that. <laughs> how was the green tea? The, the water was okay. cold. I got nothing with the with the beverages. Did you get water? Did did they have beverages available? Did you have water? They do have beverages available. Did you get anything? I got water. Was it did it have ice? It was it was bottled water. What brand? Uh, Dasani. Small bottle or a big bottle? Are you are you bluffing? I don't believe you. Why are we talking about this? Because you didn't drink coffee, that's why. <laughs> if you really could have just avoided this whole thing, TJ. You have one job to do. Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, Hugging the rail is not about poker, it's about <laughs> coffee. It really is. Uh, so isn't um, isn't there a casino also in San Diego? There's a there's a bunch of casinos in San Diego actually. Um they're they're pretty far away. Um I mean if you're like in the heart of San Diego, the closest one would either be um well they're all roughly 30 to 40 minutes. Um there's Ocean's 11 which is up in Oceanside. There's Viejas, Saquon and Barona, but um they're all a, a pretty pretty long drive and the one I was playing at Palomar is on um it's on El Cajon Boulevard and like the if anyone's familiar San Diego like the North Park area, um, that one's pretty close. And then there's another one near San Diego State, which is pretty close. Oh, so this is this is like a casino or is it like a private? Club it's it's type just thing? a it's just a card club. It's yeah, I mean, it, I guess technically it's um it's uh, a casino. It says casino on the front, but they're only allowed to run card games. So, okay, that's what I was gonna uh, ask. Yeah, they can't. They can't. Like the the big casinos in San Diego, are, you know, the slot machines and whatnot. They're allowed to have those, but um, I do believe that's like a separate license or whatever. Yeah, I think it is. Um. So yeah. So just just card games, and I'm I'm not sure how they're what the deal is with the pie gal and the blackjack, but um, California, California blackjack. blackjack. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they're allowed to have those. Um, Ocean. Have, al- have you seen oh, how sorry. they run? craps at the Indian casinos in California is it is it by um cards or? yeah, it's, yeah. The card, it's it's so weird I, ha- I think they also do that with a roulette I, I've only seen the the craps but I, I've, I've seen I roulette imagine. with cards yeah um so weird it's because um, there's some law about games being determined by dice is now it's not determined by dice it's determined by the cards ah uh, Something weird like that. Anyone wants to get their gambling fixed, however they can do it. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's on the internet. That'd be terrible. Nope, can't do that. Why would you want to do that? That would generate so much money. All right, we don't want revenue here in California. No, that's a horrible idea. Um, did you do you have any interesting hands, or uh, more importantly, uh, how'd you do? Set over set. I, 
I probably did get. I I was. I think I was break even for the two sessions. Um, Please don't first, tell me a set over set hand. No, no. First session was um was was actually really swingy. Second session I did all right. Um, but I I didn't have any big big wins or anything. Um, the games were, I mean, pretty much what you would expect. Um, pre, pretty loose passive pre flop. There's a lot more raising. I don't know if if it's just a coincidence. I mean. A long time ago, I used to play one of the card clubs in San Diego, the one by San Diego State, um, and it was it was pretty big action. But um, it seemed like these games that I played last week were a lot more aggressive um, of pre-flop, but everyone still played really poorly post-flop. Um, there. There wasn't too much three betting. I mean, there was a couple guys that that, that would three bet a bit, um, but de- definitely a lot more pre-flop raising than I see in um, in Vegas at the levels. I mean, it's a two-three game, so it's basically the same, you know, of one-two, one-three caliber players. Um, this everyone. It seemed like everyone there. For the most part, it seemed like they're they're pretty regular uh, regular crowd with decent amount of money. Nobody was buying in for like a hundred. Everyone was buying in for two or three, and rebuys were pretty common. So the games played fairly deep. Um, so there there was some room to to make some moves. Um, the only particularly interesting hand I played, which I don't think there was really um, much I could have done to avoid it but I, I just thought it was interesting a guy sat down directly on my left um bought in for about two hundred dollars um just maybe middle-aged middle-aged uh white guy he didn't seem like he he had a bunch of money he didn't seem i mean it was it, this was only two hands in so i haven't seen him play at all um he sat down on my left it i didn't write it down there might have been one limp or it might have folded to me um I raised it up with um, ace-queen with ace of hearts. He flatted, and we go to the flop heads up. Uh, flop came 10-7-4, uh, two hearts. Um, I, I believe I was I was betting. I was making it 12 to 15. I think I, think I made it 12 because there was no limpers. So 12, if we, if we ignored the rake, we'll say there was 25 in the pot. Um, so I see bet 15, he calls. Um turn is like an offsuit seven uh so pairs of seven no no i'm sorry i'm sorry turn turn is the queen so oh, now pairs... you've ruined the whole hand start over <laughs> oh, i'm sorry sorry turn is the queen so it pairs the queen so um obviously i bet again um there's still a flush draw out there i mean i i have no idea who this guy is so i'm just basically playing a, a basic bet fold strategy against him um at this point the pot's I don't know, roughly 55. So still flush draw. I'll call pretty much anything with all his flush draws, I'm assuming. Um, he could have a 10. What, you know, I, I, I bet about 40 into 50. He calls. Um, the river uh, completes the hearts. Like a, I think it, I think the the river uh, paired the seven and complete the hearts. Um, but I, I think it's still a bet fold. Um, just just because players are going to, I mean, if you're scared to flush every time, you're, you're going to be losing a lot of value. Um, so I uh, I bet about, I guess the pot was was over 100. So 
trying to get called by his whole range. I think I spit about 40 or 45 into what was 120, 130. Um, thought about it, and he's and he started counting out his raising chips. So I was I was pretty pretty sure I was folding no matter what. I mean. He didn't have too much behind, but there's there's nothing he can really. No one's really bluffing the river in a in a two three game, uh, and he raised I think for another eighty, and he left himself like uh, uh, maybe thirty or forty behind, which is usually like even more of a like begging to get called, leaving a little bit of money behind. Um, I fold pretty quick, and he shows me king five off. Just random, random call, random float, and he played for about one more orbit and got up and left. So you're telling me you folded the nut flush? No, no, I okay. only <laughs> the ace of hearts. Okay. No, yeah, no, the the um, I had an offsuit queen. The turn wasn't a heart. The river was the third heart that paired the seven, and then he uh. So he just was on just stone cold. Never seen him before, obviously, and he only played about an orbit and a half and got up and left. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I don't know if there's really anything where you can avoid that situation. Um, I mean, what do you guys think? Run better. Run better, yeah. It was weird. Jordan, yeah. what do you think? Are you still listening? <laughs> so you followed the nut flush? God damn it, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, I think that, yeah, it, if you just see, you know, a raise there, it's pretty much usually the nuts if you don't know anything about the guy. So that's, yeah. that's safe. Yeah. And also, I mean, he wasn't there for that much longer. I mean, what, because that game, there was only two tables running and um, one of them is a must move. You can't really table switch. After a couple hands, I probably would have asked for a seat change button uh, just to get him off my left if I'm going to have to play with him. Um, the fact that he was, like, excited to, to show the bluff two hands in, do you generally think that's more of a just make that play early on to set up calls later? Or do you think what, – what do you think his, his strategy is there? Just two hands in, making a huge bluff. I think the, he just likes to gamble. You think so? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Could, could be. That would be my guess. Um, so, would you would you recommend this club to anybody in the San Diego area, or say go to Oceans? Yeah, well, um, would you recommend people drive from Vegas to play there? I I don't think you should do that. <laughs> yet, and yet you did. What commitment you have to our show? I know I did it just for the show. Thank you. Um, I w- I would definitely play that. I mean, as far as I know, all the games in San Diego are one hundred. Um, 100 big blind capped so it's not like you're going to get into any um any like real find any real deep games in the san diego area um i do know the one two game at vihas is a one is a 100 big blind cap and barona i don't know about saquon um oceans is probably the best if you're just for an everyday card room i remember oceans being really good it's it's a really big place like it looks like a huge casino but it's just all poker. I mean, they do have a, like, like all the other card rooms, a couple, um, a couple blackjack and pie guy tables. But it's, I mean, I've, it's two rooms. 
the small room, I would guess, has maybe 30 tables, and the main room, maybe 50 tables. So it's a huge, it's just a huge poker room. Um, so I think anyone that's really grinding in San Diego, for the most part, is playing up in Oceans. But if you just want to go around the corner and play some cards, the card clubs are pretty good in San Diego. Awesome. Are you going to be back in Vegas, or are you going to head out on the road more for us? Um, well, I'm back in Vegas now, but... You know, after I'm, when I get down to playing the, the Hilton, I might have to start hitting the road. All right, you heard it here first. It's going to happen. I promised. I do actually want to make Set a stone. Los Angeles poker trip sometime soon. So. All right, make it happen. I'll try. Pre Hilton. I'll call mm-hmm. Bart and tell him to put me on um, what's his on uh, his on the his, list. What, what's his what's his show called online? Crush Live Poker. Right? No, this oh. training side. Live, at, live at the bike. I'll try to get on live at the bike for you guys. How does that sound? Oh, that sounds excellent. That would be great. I'll, I'll buy a piece. I'll give you five bucks. Yes. I will not buy a piece. What? Why not? Just tell you me want, when you're betting my chip. Better be online so you know I'm not lying to you. Just before you bet my chip, just hold it up so I know that it's mine, and then put it in the pot with the rest. I'll use it as my Ooh, card nice. Pro- I'll use it as my card protector, and I'll try to go all in and not hope they don't recognize I'm using the five dollar chip as my card protector. So it's like you're free rolling. Nice, I like it. Yes, <laughs> you heard it here first. TJ's angle shoots. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thanks very much for coming on, TJ. Thank you. We missed you. I missed you. Enjoy the coffee. I will. Next time. All right. And now we're going to throw it to Ken. And we are back with this week's guests. Welcome Ken Schweig. Chang? Schweig. 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 I told told you not to say it on the air because you don't have to say it. (laughs) Also known as Stridor. Um, Ken, welcome. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, Yeah, I play full-time. Wow, full-time, depending on what you mean by full-time. But yeah, I play a high-stakes triple draw, mostly. Uh, Ran up my account playing playing triple draw on poker stars and full tilt and that's 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 pretty much my poker summary right there are you like the phil ivy of triple draw uh, I, I wish i was for a while there was a period where i could i had like a whole year of never losing to anyone like there was i never lost a heads up session for like half a year that sounds like how phil helma would describe himself self in every game of poker he plays <laughs> So I, he described himself just, as a variety of. He never. He's just never. He never loses, and he also right. played sitting next to three or four celebrities. <laughs> yeah, except <laughs> when he does. Right, of course. Um, so, the main reason why we wanted to bring you on is that, as a you know, a full time player, and now that Full Tilt has reopened to the rest of the world, um, kind of give us your take on kind of what things are like or. Is it just a giant fish fest? Is it everybody that plays poker stars? What's what's going on with it? Um, well, the triple draw games haven't really taken off, and neither of the the mixed games and things like that. Um, it seems like the lot of reg. I'm looking at the full tilt triple draw lobby. It's just the same regs on stars, and now sitting down on every heads up table. It's 
it's just got about 20 empty tables, uh, 30 empty tables, and one game running at 50 cent a dollar. So it's not great for triple draw. Um, PMO is was pretty good. It got quite a decent amount of like two, four, three, six, and one, two going, and they they seemed okay when I played them. There seemed to be enough, like just a hundred, like hundred zero fish. Just a just a few of them, but uh, it, they didn't seem too bad. We'll see how it goes. What do you think? Um, do you think it's going to take a while for the fish to realize that full tilt is back up? And running, yeah, or... yeah, yeah. I think so. I think it's the people who who had a lot of money on who are really just getting back into it, and the fish probably they'll probably be a lot of fish who didn't have much money on and didn't really care, as a, haven't really noticed it's back, and or just don't don't feel like playing it. Yet. I don't know. Or was was it just that all of the Americans were the fish? <laughs> uh, well, I think there were a lot of American fish on full tail. Uh, because post Black Friday they weren't they weren't as good, but um, I don't know about NL though. But PLO had some pretty pretty sick action before before it went down, uh, especially with the deep anti games, where just there'll be maniacs just on every table. Uh, but that that doesn't seem to have quite happened yet. Because they haven't really started marketing the full tilters back outside of the, po- no. the poker community, right? I mean, that's the only place I've heard about it is through pl- two plus two and things like that. Yeah, I imagine like those are the kind of people who really care most about it. Um, I have no idea what the marketing is like in yeah, across across the world. Uh, don't even know how like those kind of players really hear about it. Uh, they might get emails, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. didn't they sign Gus as like the new head? Oh yeah, yeah. Of marketing, good move, bad move. What do you think? Um, I think it's a good, good move. I think Gus is, I think Gus is a recognizable name. Um, he's good for the games. Like he's already been sitting at, he's been he's been the only game running like on triple draw. He's been playing fifteen hundred, three k, and one k two k, and uh, I think he's down like five hundred k since it came up or something. So that's always good. So that's the entire marketing <laughs> that's a, budget? Yeah. Do you think the fact that it's somebody who was associated with Full Tilt before is, is a good move? I couldn't... I, I went back um, and forth. Versus, you know, a clean, I a clean slate. I, don't, I, think it, I think it's good if... I think Gus specifically is okay. Like, I don't think he, he got the backlash. If it was someone like uh, Phil Ivey, I think he was more more hit by the backlash and um but i think someone like gus is quite good uh so you're saying chris ferguson uh, would have been a bad choice yeah for chris ferguson <laughs> <laughs> um, i think gus i don't think people hate gus too much and and they probably don't associate him with all the stuff that happened really and in the end i think like a lot of casual players will know gus uh better than than any, than most other poker players yeah, he seemed like the most like well recognized full tilt person that was not immediately sucked into like the vortex of all of the stuff that was going on. Besides, yeah. besides maybe like Matisau, but I don't know that he's really the face of your games. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Gus is a. I think it's a good thing, like just bringing on some of these pros, uh, even if even if some people will be a bit, bit sketchy about it. I think I think there'll be just people who recognize that i think it does add 
something to have these pros coming back onto it and saying this is a okay we're we're this is a real thing we're gonna do this again kind of thing perfect um what do you think about the software itself has anything dramatically different oh no it's pretty much the same as i really like the photo software so that's good i know Uh, me too my favorite bit is the sound it makes when you win a pot i think that's something that's missing from stars I, it just feels more satisfying when you win a pot. Oh, I don't know if I've ever heard that sound. <laughs> um, what about the uh, the back and forth between Poker Stars and Full Tilt, like uh, the the transfer option? Um, Have you played yeah. around with that at all? I haven't yet. I've I've I think I've enabled it. I've 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 paired the accounts, but I haven't I haven't transferred anything yet. I think I can do it now. Do you know anything about how that works? Uh, Is it no. just instant or? I don't know. I haven't tried. It. I might. I might test that with a bit. Nice. It moves your money over, and then they may or may not take it out of your other account. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that, that Isn't that how Full Tilt does all their transfers? Like they give you, <laughs> they credit you the money, and then try and track down where it was supposed to have come from. <laughs> yeah, they'll be going off the uh, stars next. <laughs> <laughs> Just as far as player volume, would you say like player volume is still really down? I mean, mixed games are down. Is that sort of universal across the site, or is tra- no, think... traffic pretty good for No Limit? Or, or yeah, pre- No oh. Limit. I mean, PMO is doing fine, I think. Uh, yeah, and uh, No Limit seems good as well. Actually, I'm surprised there's loads of um, ten twenty heads up go- going at NL five ten. Just looking at it now. There's a lot of five ten heads up for some reason. That's that's odd, uh, but yeah, no, it seems pretty good. Yeah, I'm surprised that people would jump on and immediately start playing heads up just because it's going to be yeah. a tougher player pool. But yeah, and heads up is pretty much dead on stars, like just like close to dead. Uh, it's like hundreds of people sitting at empty tables at every stake and one or two games going. Like there's there's like what there's no five ten games going on stars and about fifty people sitting. Uh, while on four two I'm looking and there's like I can count about six six or ten five ten games going, which is bizarre. Um, but there's always been something great about. I think there's always been lure to four two heads up. It's always seemed better better for heads up than than stars in the past anyway. I mean, do you think part of it is that no one has an up-to-date database, and so it's not as easy to ID fish versus regs? That might be it, yeah. Because I know I I, I switched to Holdem Manager 2 since Black Friday, and so I don't have my old database even imported. Well, it's annoying. Um, But yeah, it might be that, yeah. It could just be that... um, Yeah, maybe the the regs realize... Maybe there aren't enough regs... um, sitting or something like that. Still, like uh, reg heads up regs haven't got enough capital on full tilt, and so like fish and fish are also then like fish who have decided, oh, I've got some money, I might as well blow up, blow it on a five ten heads up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. From from triple draw, do you normally play heads up triple draw at the high stakes, or is it kind of like a you start a game at a six max table and kind of see where it goes from there. Mm, um, recently, I've been 
kind of like playing six max a bit a bit but uh before i used to play heads up basically uh basically exclusively because uh it's just so much better heads up um when people are just making massive mistakes uh but it kind of died out like fish fish get destroyed heads up uh so fast in triple draw like you cannot lose heads up to a fish in triple draw over a session it's just almost impossible um uh but uh that it got to a stage where it was basically just regs regs who played regs are left and and that kind of died out so but now i think people have started coming in and playing like 50 100 six max a bit more and i've kind of had to play that nice um just because you know with no limit the heads up games like you said it's kind of come to this thing where none of the regs will play each other which i think is a bit unfortunate uh, it's ha- definitely happened to triple draw as well. Like like nowadays, triple draw there's six people sitting at every stake at an empty table. It used to be one or two, and at least one one of them will get probably get action from a fish uh, uh, per day probably. And uh, but now it just looks like six people sitting at empty tables. There doesn't seem to be much action at all. Um, are are those other five people better than you? Um, some of them are. I well, I think. I've I've had trouble beating some of them. That's that's the problem. I I lost a lot to a couple uh, triple draw regs in the past, and kind of like that that made me pretty gun shy about playing playing them again. Uh, and a couple I can beat quite uh, a couple I can beat, but they won't play me as well. And uh, so it's kind of like there's not there's no one really to play at the moment. Uh, but but for a long time last year, I I did just play other regs who the, the the regs who were willing to play me, and that that was that that like had that went well, and then until until I met some regs who were quite quite tough to beat. Have you ever played might, Phil Ivy? I've never played Phil Ivy. I I I think he's he's probably quite average at triple draw. He, I've I've watched him, and he seems to make a few questionable plays sometimes, but. Oh, you heard it here, Badoo All Stars. We have uh, the guests that think Phil, I- Phil Ivy's a yeah. fish. <laughs> I, I would definitely think Phil Galfond is a bit fishy at Triple Draw, and I would have liked to play him. If but I've never had the role to play him at like 500 at 1K. What about Tecmo Super Bowl? Is he a big fish at Triple Draw? Super Bowl, yeah. Um, no, nah, he's 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 decent. He's had good coach. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got him up to Phil Ivy's level? <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely. Didn't he cash? No, he didn't cash. No, he the... bubbled. I remember what, seeing that because I had a piece. Oh yeah, who, good time. Who didn't this this year? He sold ninety percent of himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's sick. That's that's quite sick. I would um, like to play. That. It seems fun. Have you considered moving to merge for the triple draw action? <laughs> Um, there's me. There's some, but it's a pretty small stakes. I, I've heard, uh, like five ten or something. Yeah. And there's five ten games on that on stars sometimes. I mean, and from and what there's... I've what I've seen emerge, like there's people at five ten, but the, the game if there's a game running, it's really rare. It's usually there's one or two guys sitting there not playing at five ten, which sounds like what you already have on full tilt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a three dollar and thirty cent uh, tournament every day. Yep, <laughs> I used to play those like four years ago. I used to that used to be my highlight. I'd play like at a 
the ten dollar triple draw tournament every day at seven PM. Ten dollar. We don't have to, we don't have those anymore. It's just three dollars. <laughs> yeah. We used to get like twenty four people and I would I was like final table most of the time, like, wow, I'm so sick at this game. <laughs> yeah, I I, was, I played the what what was the the full tilt f tops is that right? I don't remember. It's been yeah. too long. But anyway, I played the qualifier for the triple draw one right before Black Friday, and I yeah. came in the place that gave you money instead of an entry. And it's like, and I was like, oh, that's so disappointing. And then Black Friday happened. It's like that's probably a lot more convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tom Tom also did not win that. So just pointing out triple draw things where he has failed, and he hasn't won. <laughs> he has not won the three dollar tournament at all. So Bryce wow. has. Yeah. Not, not to brag multiple times, but I have. <laughs> um, just a quick question, because I don't really play triple draw. Is there much difference between cash game and tournament? Or is uh, it kind of more like uh, limit hold'em? Yeah, I think it's like limit hold'em. Maybe more like Raz. You know, just there'll be spots where you want to avoid variance, but uh, generally it's going to be quite similar. What What would be an example of somewhere that you might want to avoid variance? Um, uh, there might be a spot where you uh, like check back a river value bet um, because being check raised in that spot and having to call is is just going to take two bets out of your stack that you don't want to take two bets out of your stack and decrease your your stack size that you you're in a short stack situation. Like, so you might just check back and say, okay, this will be a thin bet anyway. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of probably a lot of situations where you don't cap uh, just so you avoid losing that extra one bet. Makes sense. Or do you think there's spots where you're going to put in the rest of your stack because you're committed anyway and being crippled in a tournament means you just kind of limp and try and bubble, not to point to Tom's scenario, but... <laughs> uh, but, you know, he, he had, I think he had like six or seven bets on a hand and he put in two or three and he was, you know, he and I talked about whether he should have just got it all in and you know, drawn a couple times and hope to hit. Um, maybe not when it's two, two or three out of like six. I probably. Sh- um, but you know, you put it in. So you put in now two thirds of your you, stack or something like yeah, that. You should. You should get in. I think. Um, or the opposite, or just fold. Uh, but um, it's like a situation. It's like in Raz when you play Raz tournaments, you just want to just get it in with a three card low, and oftentimes it's probably better to just like just pump it on third street. And either either you yeah. either you double up or you don't have to play Raz anymore. It's kind of win win. Exactly. <laughs> um, it's quite the same with triple draw. Probably is. Uh, although if you can see the see all the way to the river without having to put in any extra bets, that's fine. The main reason you want to get your your chips in is just to, to like ensure a showdown, I, I think. Right, right. That makes sense. There's no need to just get all in for the hell of it if, if it doesn't give give you any extra. Do you think that you'll play in the Triple Draw World Series event next year? Uh, Maybe. I'll, I'll see how my bankroll is and stuff. But yeah. Um, it's just a lot of effort to travel. Basically, I've, I've always wanted to, and I've always, but just like when it, it comes, it comes over to June pretty quickly, and I'm like, oh, okay, I haven't arranged, I haven't arranged this at all. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it next year. Um, 
Maybe you could petition them to get a triple draw event at the World Series of Poker Europe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody plays limit overhand in Britain, though. It's just nobody plays that kind of stuff. It's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was going to say, I heard that the, the World Series triple draw event this year was a much tougher, smaller, tougher field. So I would imagine that trying to do it in Europe would be seven guys and not the seven you'd want to <laughs> play against. Just curious, like why? What originally uh, attracted you to the the game of triple draw? If you know it's not very popular over there. Um. Oh sure. I or mean, over here. <clears throat> over here. Uh, um. Probably just. I mean, it's just flat out the most fun out of all the all the different games. Like I like just take it, like stud and raz. All your situate. All the situations aren't that interesting, really. Um. Like you just have the best board you bet and stuff like that. While triple draw, it seems way more interesting. Like the, the the decisions that you can have in just drawing, drawing, choosing your hand, uh, that just added an element of fun to it. Um, probably, probably the fact that you can make like the nuts quite often also just is an addictive element that keeps you playing the game. I think like you can just like make the nuts straight away on 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 the first draw and and that kind of thing i think yeah just makes the game way more fun than like saying raz where you 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 can start with ace three but you'll just you'll just brick off all the time so you you never get into that same kind of situation where you're like, oh okay um i've been out a really strong hand you don't feel there's, that there's way when you get dealt like seven four three deuce and then brick 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 there's, oh, um, I feel like there's yeah, that same yeah. feeling of Raz of like I get dealt it and it's like yes, and then by the end of the hand it's like damn it. I think it's made up for when you do make a seven in triple draw, you just get so much more money than in Raz because in Raz when you make a hand, like most of the time the the opponent has made such like just just crap and they can see that you've made made like the nuts. That's true. Uh, while triple draws, like, you, you you make so much money when you make a seven. Well, especially back in the day, like when I was starting playing it, you just it would just be a gold mine. You'd win like twelve big bets when you make a seven. Just somehow, somehow all the money just flies in, and they'll be they'll be pumping in with like an eight seven. And that 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 is just like that's what you want poker to be. Just getting getting twelve big bets when everyone's drawing dead. And it just doesn't happen in Raz. Excellent. Um... Have you ever played live triple draw? Um, only in not like in a serious setting, like only with like in home games and stuff. It's quite it's quite tilting how slow it is, just like how 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 long it takes to draw. Just oh, like everyone deciding how to draw, how much how many to draw and stuff. It just you could get through like one hand per five minutes and stuff. And you can't even pre-click which ones you're gonna discard when it gets to you, so it's. Always got them in my hand to just like the two that I'm gonna discard and yeah. If you get dealt a pair, or if you get dealt, um, yeah, if you get dealt a pair, how do you choose which one of them to keep? Um, I always, al- I'm always going for a Badugi, uh, in case just to practice for when I play Badusi. But what, so, what if you have one of each of the same suits of the of the pair you're getting rid that, of? That, then how do you decide? a minute to decide <laughs> in that case i try and even up the number of each suit that i have in my hand as my backup if i can't get like a badooki hand i try and get yeah. equal numbers i find that works 
Good strategy, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Pro, pro right, tip. Cool. <laughs> pro tip. Excellent. Um, just curious, because I know that we talked a ton about triple draw. What else? Uh, what do you do with your spare time? Anything fun and exciting? I do stand-up comedy sometimes. I do quite a lot of that, actually, recently. Um, I bet it would be really annoying if we said, tell us a joke right now, right? Just kidding. But that's like the question that, like... No, no one likes to answer, or in my case, can answer because there's like it's not it's not just like joke, 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 joke. Like I can just pull one out and and use, and it's kind of lame because then you you just like so someone's asked you that and you you basically said I can't even do the most basic thing you you expect from a comedian, right? And <laughs> it's it's also yeah. a really hostile setting when someone says, oh, then you oh you think you're funny? Tell me a joke and prove it. Yeah, prove yourself to me. Yeah, it's like so. There's no joke coming then. Have you been listening it's, to this it, podcast? We're like 36 <laughs> episodes in. There hasn't been a joke. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that this whole podcast was the joke. No, because jokes are have punchlines and are funny. So, how like when you do stand up? How many like how long sets are you doing? Are you doing just like five minutes? Or are you doing longer? Typically, it'll be like five to five to ten minute kind of slots. Uh, it'll be because I do it in student in student like environments like student gigs. So there will be a lot of student student comedians just doing five to seven minutes each throughout a night, and a lot of them are pretty good. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's it's just like little bits. Although I did I did do on like a twenty five minute show the the other the other week, and that was quite cool. Like that was the first time I spoke for twenty five minutes ever. Are you so? Do you have? Are you write, Like, do you write on stage or do you write beforehand? How do you do your? Well, Andy, I'm more scripted than most. Well, a lot of, I think a lot of people at this stage are pretty scripted. Uh, there's some who have just like amazing natural ability, but for for the most part, most of it is like going to be scripted. Like some people will improv a lot, but it's quite rare. I can't. I can't do it without without the script i think I'm pr- I, I it's it's a skill i haven't really developed i was just reading something i mean i don't know it's the fact that i have a question about this topic is surprising to me as well um but they were talking about the difference between which part of your brain you use when you present material versus writing it down that actually like writing the joke and then trying to say it is like a weird adjustment do you find that to be true or do you find having um, just writing it out and then rehearsing it kind of gets you through that Rehearsing, lots of rehearsing. Like I expend, I go, I go say it over and over again, like beforehand. Anyway, yeah, but that's probably true. But I think you get around that by just rehearsing the hell out of it, uh, just like over and over again, repeat, repeating it through, and that 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 makes it fine. I think. Have you been heckled, or is everybody too polite there? As yeah, as too polite in these gigs are. Uh, yeah, just never get heckles. Do you have um, Do you have go tos if someone were to heckle you? You're just waiting to hit them with something. I think, I think in general, in general, like heckle put downs are all fair game. Like like shared. Like you can use any stock heckle put down that comedians use. But I, I don't know any. <laughs> you gotta be prepared. Have, you never know when it's gonna happen. But like the gigs are so nice, you don't get it often. I mean, you should heckle the crowd. Have, and try and go them in, and try and goad them into heckling you, and then hit them with that the put down you wrote ahead of time. <laughs> it's like, what was yeah, that, that western where you like slid the gun to the guy and wait till he picked it up and then shot him? It's kind of like that. 
Why is that? I don't know what that is either. There's some old western. My dad used to watch westerns that like it's like, hey, pick up the gun. I don't, I don't want to pick it. Pick it up. And he picked it up and then he shoots the guy. And he's like, he see, justified. he had he had a gun. So, just like that. <laughs> Encourage them to heckle you and then hit them with yep. the punchline. Don't shoot them, please. Don't yeah, don't shoot don't shoot them. That's probably bad. I wouldn't hand them a gun either because if you ha- if you've been not impressing them, they may use it first. I definitely wouldn't give them a gun and then and then heckle them. <laughs> I would pick one of the two scenarios, don't mix them together. I will remember that. Just like one or the other, not both. Okay. Jordan, do, you have, do you have any advice to offer? <laughs> um, I was going to say uh, you could write a bit about coming up with a joke so that they would heckle you. Basically do a bit of Badoogie All-Stars and then make it funnier with your creativeness, <laughs> which we yeah. lack. Yeah. Just try and trick someone into saying a sentence that you can then have a good response to and they won't even know they were heckling you. Basically my philosophy for all conversations. <laughs> That's how you in, in the conversation. Just, you just lure them into a, into a thing that they can, they can say. Then you, you've, got, you've got everything prepared. Yeah, exactly. um, Do you have any of your stuff on YouTube that people can look at and judge you and heckle you online? Um, not None of my stand-up, no. Ah. I've got the Mark videos, but... The what? Mark Lou videos. Tell our listeners what those are. Um, I created this like comedy character who is a bit of a weird, awkward guy uh, pretending to be a student. And yeah, that it was just a weird guy who was who was uh, nerdy and terrible with women. And that was basically it. And created a few YouTube videos. So did you base them on Tecmo Super Bowl? <laughs> Boom! Yeah, that's well. <laughs> nice. Well, if you don't mind, we'll, uh, we'll include the uh, link to some Mark Lou videos in the episode because I think they're, they're pretty good. I, I agree. Okay. Yeah, I haven't. I did have someone record my stand-up, but it's not on the internet yet. I'm 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 afraid to watch it. I, Do you want to debut very, it on Badoogie All Stars? Yeah, maybe. Then no I'm one will see worried. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. It might be safer than YouTube because nobody comments on our our site, so <laughs> you won't get angry, misspelled, hateful comments. If so, even. If... Go ahead. Can you check how many people uh, listen listen in? Billions. Do you have a statistic for that? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Do you like you like watch it count up and be like, yes, we got another one. Yeah. Usually no, it's, it's oh, it's the same as yesterday. Oh, we're yeah. the, we actually our number of subscribers during the period where I was in Finland went up. So we've come to the conclusion that doing episodes is bad for listener count. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you know. We're yeah. we're willing to pee into the wind on this one, and we're doing another one. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, um, thank you very much for coming on, Mark. Uh, I appreciate it. It's just called Mark, Mark Lou. <laughs> Mark Lou. For because mo- it's totally not based on you, right? At all. You're very not awkward and super good with the ladies. <laughs> um, there's there's got a point where they overlap in a Venn diagram, but um. I, I hope I'm sufficiently different in real life to Mark Lou. That is 
that's my hope. Because <laughs> basically, every time I picture you, that's what I picture you as. I didn't realize there's a character until right now. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I think that's good. You know, I figured it was good. like a nickname that you had. Yeah. <laughs> a please random name that I've had. <laughs> that would be a fantastic series. Just nickname your friends like a different first name. That's just <laughs> random and has no meaning. Yeah, Bob, who's also called Jim. <laughs> <laughs> or the nickname is longer than the actual name. His <laughs> name's Ken, but we call him uh, Josephine. <laughs> Anyways, well, thank you very much for coming on, Ken, and uh, looking forward to... Are you going to do any more videos at all, ever? Have you um, done any videos? Crap. Coaching videos, yeah. Um, if I get, yeah, I'll, yeah. Why not? I'll, if I get asked, I'll, I guess you got to contact people, right? I yeah. probably do because because you know it's it's probably it's why I'm a coach on DC, even though I haven't coached anyone for like a year. I've probably done like five coaching five coaching sessions in the last two years or something. No money, what? a triple draw. Everyone's solid. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much it. One, hey, of, the, one yeah. of those five was Tom. That's not. That doesn't speak a lot to your student quality. Maybe you had five real students. Oh, five Bubbles. real students and Tom. Yeah. Bubbles. What's up? That's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's hard. It's something. It's hard. It's sense. hard to get that exact spot where you you can get really excited and then not get any money. <laughs> yeah. I I I hate min caching more like the first spot like after you bubble because like yeah you you've pierced the money but it's worth almost nothing. As somebody who had a piece of time in that tournament, I think min caching would have been a much better choice. Mm-hmm. And it's actually not that hard. You just get to the bubble and then just don't bolt. lose. <laughs> don't lose. Yeah. Don't no, don't, don't get don't get people tweeting about going. What the hell is he doing? <laughs> One of the guys uh, from the poker cast couldn't figure out why Tom was folding when he had two big blinds. He had a big side bet on being the bubble boy. <laughs> I think I think we've been swindled. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ken and Mark and Thanks. Bryce and Jordan. <laughs> All right, thanks to Ken for that interview, and thanks to PJ for the Hugging the Rail segment. If you guys want to send in any hands at all, they can even be online hands now that Full Tilt is back open, even though they could have been before. But I would just—they could be hands that have been cut off by people and saved in formaldehyde. We'll take those too. Yeah, just don't send us to Jordan. Don't send them to me. <laughs> You can send them to Tom. Yeah, and check us out at Facebook.com slash BadoogieAllStars, Twitter.com, BadoogieAllStars, still on Stitcher for whatever reason that is. If you're listening on iTunes, give us a rating. A high rating. A high rating, yes, please. A mile high rating. As high as Colorado is. Take that in whatever way you would like. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next time. This is Tecmo Super Bowl. It's Nixon the Grouch. This is 2 Offsuit. See y'all later.
we call this segment "Listen to Two Guys Play Single Draw, Play Money, Sit and Go," while the other two people go, "Oh wow, stop it! You're one of the two people that says stop it." Stop if it. I-